Welcome to the People Impact Podcast, because your impact on people matters. We are two visionary coaches exploring ideas about improving the way people lead and work together, bringing you topics that truly have an impact on people in your organization today. This is for you if you are interested in expanding your perspective on people and on yourself as a human being. For all of you out there who are open to new views, visions, and dreams. Featuring Marjolein Fluch. Hello, everyone. Myself, Lisa Dempsey. And today we are really happy to invite Irene Riad to join us. We're very excited to have you here. Welcome, Irene. Hello, Irene. Hello. Thank you so much. So happy to be with you both. Yeah, well, thank you so much for joining us. I was so happy when, when we ended up connecting and we had such a really interesting conversation. But tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, love to. So I describe myself as a, a, a multinational um, ICF PCC executive coach, and I'm an organizational culture coach, and I specialize in leadership transformation, complex trauma recovery coaching, and Jungian psychology coaching. Um, I'm the founder of SightSet, which is the self-mastery coaching institute, and I'm a soon-to-be author, fingers crossed, very soon, with Ooh. the legend Brian Tracy um, book coming up end of the year towards the end of next year um, and my coaching and and coach supervision weaves this um, different modality uh, where I bring in my different backgrounds and cultural uh, understanding into that deep transformation of the whole system or the whole leader as a person and as a human being and I connect the mind body and soul with the culture and I believe that renews their sights of that energetic power that they hold within. Um, and collectively, we can all live um, life true to who we are authentically and live our legacy. Mm. I love that idea of you know, live, live authentically who you are and live your legacy. Yeah, I've made this my mission, actually. I felt... Um, that every time I try to describe what I'm trying to do, the best, um, the closest is supporting leaders to live their legacy through their work. Um, and I describe legacy as this authentic expression of the whole of who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's much more complicated than, than we might think, isn't it? Yes, there's a lot of uh, dimensions, facets to it, uh, layers. Um, yeah, and uh, it's what keeps me curious about myself, my own evolution and growth. And, um, and I believe that's where uh, my coaching really impacts others when we have those conversations to peel a little bit more of the onion, uh, go deeper into all the dimensions uh, of our experiences, of our culture, um, how we identify. All the, There's so much. So I, I love the complexity of it. Um, and, and almost like the endless opportunities of discovering oneself. Mm. 
that in your personal experience as well as in your work there's a, there's um what i've heard about you is that it, there's a lot of uh culture that shows up in culture from different sides different cultures that uh that people combine nowadays and that you combine in in your in your life in your experiences and in who you are absolutely i think um uh, having been uh, born and raised in Saudi Arabia, uh, yet um, parents from Egypt, so I'm Egyptian by uh, passport, I don't know, uh, mm-hmm. by origin, because <laughs> um, I'm also now British as well. I think just bringing all the diversity of where one has worked, where one has lived, and uh, the pieces of culture one takes away when we meet uh, friends or have extended family, it really um, impacts how one sees the world and one starts to choose. I think now I say one starts to choose. Previously, uh, one may not know what's impact them, um, but with with awareness, one actually has a choice of what parts and pieces of the different culture one wants to bring in their life. That's why I think we're all a mosaic piece of this uh, world. We have multiple cultures within us. Yeah, and and you certainly, that's a huge part of your lived experience, right? You know, if, I, if I've understood correctly, not only did you kind of grow up as a third culture kid, right? You had a different culture at home than the culture that you grew up in. But you've lived several places and you've you've also just recently made the transition from the UK to Albania. And yeah, so there there are these multiple cultural dimensions that you can continue to navigate. How has that impacted you and your work? So my work, uh, for sure, it's because my work is around the self-mastery of uh, of growing our own self-mastery. And with self-mastery, I mean, really the outcome of it is this authentic self of who we are. Um, and so the process of uh, growing into our authentic self brings in this diversity of culture mm-hmm. because I can connect to myself, as you said, um, third generation uh Third culture, yeah. Third culture third kid cult- is yeah. third culture kid. And as you said that, I, I just went back to I lived in Saudi Arabia, born there from Egyptian parents, but I went to an American international school. Well, there's another cultural so, <laughs> yeah. piece to the Whole mosaic. New layer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so growing up 15 years in that uh, environment, um, I didn't realize what I was absorbing into what was making me who I am. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, now when I do coaching and we talk about how the leader wants to grow in his career or how uh, someone personally wants to meet the love of their life, whatever it is that the goal is, eventually it will take us back to beliefs, traditions, needs, habits, and these are interwoven in every culture. And uh, it's important to notice and start to look at patterns that have come up due to maybe different cultural influences on us. 
um, and really be, start to make the choice. What is it really that I believe in and want to bring into my life now? Yeah, what I'm what I'm hearing you say is, hey, there's uh, there's a there's a phase of becoming more aware of, hey, what are those pieces? What is that mosaic compiled of and compiled of and 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 how does that fit together? And then if they if they don't completely align, you know, if they say two different things, say this is the value or this is the tradition, and it's completely different from that other piece, then what do I choose? Um, and then through that yeah. finding, hey, well, what is my authentic makeup? If I choose this piece here and this piece there, um, because well, me personally, um, my my parents were Dutch. My parents parents were Dutch. I lived in the Netherlands. I grew up here. There's there's a lot of Dutchness in my identity, and and, and different nuances. I mean, there's different places in the Netherlands that have different cultures. Um, but I'm I'm very much a, 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 a monoculture kid in that sense, <laughs> um, with a lot of international uh, and intercultural experience in other ways. But what I see in all those, you know, other people that I've met, people that I've become friends with, that I've worked with, um, is that especially when when there's so much difference between those mosaic pieces, it gets confusing. Well, wait a minute, I'm, you know conflicting sometimes even um yeah. and i see how that shows up in people in that, a certain stage when they think hey who am i how do i want to deal with this what's my identity and i'm I, you know I, I completely understand how that shows up in your work and in your coaching too yeah and um and i believe that's what we sometimes term as identity crisis or mm -hmm. midlife crisis people like to call it crisis <laughs> it's actually a renewal it's a reawakening yeah it i'm, sounds I'm laughing like because a... you are like they say it's crisis and your face goes mm, but actually <laughs> and actually that's yeah. a great thing but i don't mean to <laughs> <laughs> because i um yeah, it, I value now that there, when we have paradoxes, when we have conflicting opinions or conflicting beliefs, mm -hmm. they're coming from somewhere. It's not that we're right or wrong or why am I? That's human because we live in a very global world anyway, even if you've not moved around much. Um, and you're uh, in the media. And so we're attracting or we're listening to all these different um, influences on us. So when we uh, usually when we get to that phase in life where we're starting to question and we feel confused, that's a phase I always see in usually my clients when they come. There is some aspect of that. They're not happy with how things are and there's a bit of confusion. Um, that's a, an opportunity to really check in and see where is that conflict. We make peace with the conflict. It's good to have the conflict. Uh, and um, I start to reframe it as this renewal opportunity. Something new wants to emerge. And exploring that with that curious mindset allows us to accept all the different dimensions of who we are without trying to push anything away, just accept them all in if we could. And that takes some practice too, because it's not easy initially uh, to change immediately how we think of it. But once we see where it's coming from, 
and it makes us unique. Accepting it becomes the first kind of phase, accepting we all have these paradoxes. The second phase is how do we integrate them? So they're both there. And I, lo I love that perspective that, you know, actually what can feel like a crisis is a massive opportunity. It's, it's sort of a, an unfolding. It's, it's this revelation of, oh, wait, I, I have choice, the, this uncomfortable paradox. And um, I, I work a lot with paradox as well. And it's such a powerful place because it's that um, one of the, biggest skills in leadership is learning how to be with paradox, learning how to be with the fact that there can be two competing ideas that can be 100% true at exactly the same time. And you don't have to put them in competition with one another. You can choose, you can choose, oh, in this situation, this is what I want. This is what is resonant. This is what feels right. This puts me on the path that most aligns with that part. And in a completely different moment, the other piece can be something that, that you go with and that is true. It, it's not an all or nothing. It's not a zero sum. It's not black and white. Absolutely. Um, and if we try to make it uh, black and white and we force ourselves in a, a box because of... Uh, a, a wrong assumption that one is better off uh, down the line will get stuck again because the world requires of us to uh, connect to all the different uh, beliefs and dimensions and how we show up in different situations. There are moments when I need to be that uh, firm, assertive, um, uh, uh, directive leader um, and it has to do with, with the situation, but I can connect to that part of me. And then there are other parts where I know I'm, I'm more of the collective brainstorming, um, uh, inviting person who uh, won't make that decision, wants someone else to, to make that decision. Um, and it's not that uh, some people say, oh, I've lost confidence in that situation. People, we, we name it negatively immediately um, but if we learn that what to notice what was going on in that situation what culturally could have been influencing my way of being how do why do I show up differently in a different circle we'll notice what's affecting us how has this shown up for you I mean how did you go from from the crisis and and oh, judging to hey actually there's power in this there's choice in this this is helpful to make me find my authentic me how is that for you i uh, have to pick which crisis now to share <laughs> so many um i think the most uh the one that um i work with a lot is the one being the business owner person. So mm -hmm. I, I started my business three years ago. And I think there are there are recent moments where I thought I'm not going to make it. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not going to make next month's, you know, bills, or I'm going to need to close the company or and uh, it's those moments where I catch myself, I've got a I have a choice to make. 
um, I could uh, entertain the part of me that is freaking out, panicking, and just overwhelmed and burned out. And that's easy for me to go into. Um, or I, and what I do is I, I sit myself down and really look at um, entrepreneurship being that way of uh, my chosen way of expressing myself in the world. And that's a new way. I don't have that much. Uh, my, my family is not from business uh, mm -hmm. backgrounds. They're medical doctors, teachers. So I can recognize that I've, I'm entering a phase. I've chosen it, but I've got crisis moments that come up that test me. And so mm -hmm. in those moments, I could um, accept that uh, I'm going down or accept what my current thoughts are telling me. And at the same time, I could see those thoughts and say, okay, thank you for telling me there's danger. Mm -hmm. There are other thoughts coming in showing me there's all this opportunity, patience, perseverance, small steps, consistency. And so in those moments is where I feel we have the power. We are, I, and I feel so much courageous, even with those small. <laughs> yeah, that is courage, the courage to choose yeah. when something's very scary and you choose anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, uh, I'm, I'm hearing a piece of your identity in that too. I mean, you're first generation entrepreneur in that sense, not having that around you and having those examples um, and figuring that out for yourself. So there's, there's an identity piece. Um, that's a part of that, you know, that part of your mosaic plays up here as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, as you said that, I, um, that generational piece is very much tied to cultural upbringing. Mm -hmm. uh, and a part of my inner work as an entrepreneur or as an executive coach um, um, is to notice how when supporting leaders or other entrepreneurial coaches or people who really want to create something new, there's always this force of staying with what's safe and what I know. And, and lots of people tell me, I told you so you should have, or mm -hmm. because that's where they come from. That that's yeah. how they've grown up. That's kept me safe and mm -hmm. flourishing up until now. Mm -hmm. And I cherish that because that's my grounding where I need to, when I feel things are going chaotic, I go to my grounding where I know I'm safe, I'm secure, I've got a, a, a great family structure, I've got an environment that will hold me, should I fall and should I uh, say I'm not moving further. But then the whole legacy piece, why am I, what is my work in the world? Why am I here? Which is are the things that engage me a lot tied to my identity who am I and, and I think this is the part where one is making a choice uh, uh, and other cultures are more entrepreneurial perhaps or the way uh, other people other circles getting in uh, my choice now is to actually reach out to cultures of a of a group culture of a company and I don't mean nationality culture I mean just the uh, the belief systems of those circles that um, exhibit what I would wish to apply to. 
And that's the choice. And it's not an easy, smooth thing, but it's a choice. And once you've made the intention, you'll find a way. Yeah, you look it up, you connect with it. Yeah, how, how is it? And I love that idea. I, I, I'd like to sort of flesh that out just a bit more on how can people use this idea of once they better understand their inner cultural diversity to navigate their workplace, to navigate their, their businesses, to navigate that external world? Because, yeah, culture isn't just about country. It is also about systems, different systems. It can, you know, you have your culture within your family, you have the culture within the school, you have the culture within the business, you have the culture of a city, right? There are all of these different cultural systems. So once people yeah. understand that inner cultural diversity, what's the way that they can navigate the external cultural diversity that they're faced with? Great question. And um, I believe the first step in that navigation is understanding uh, where I want to go. So after that phase of where am I, like what's my makeup, inner makeup, where is that makeup that I want to go towards? And that requires having some direction, what it is I want to achieve and who do I want to become? And describe it, take time to write it down in a way that it actually um, uh, manifests in like a picture. Because then I would know, uh, then I would know that um, I need a place or a circle or I could influence my relationships with people who um, exhibit some of these uh, similar culturals. You surround yourself with... Um the type of culture you you want to be more of is what I'm hearing saying what, what you described earlier for yourself as well you know surrounding yourself finding other people that are more entrepreneurial and having that culture there you go find that yeah yeah excellent what I'm one of the reasons why I really love that we're making this episode and that I care about this uh, one is that I find it fascinating uh, and another is that um you know I, I as you're listening to this, dear dear listener out there, you might be someone who's experiencing this yourself and thinking, oh, I have there's so many cultural sides to me and I've been navigating that. Or you might be, you know, like me, very monocultural. But that means that you'll be encountering more and more and more people that uh, uh, have that whole cultural mosaic uh, in their identity, because, you know, as the world's becoming more global, people traveling more, um, uh, you know, there's so much more contact between cultures and that showing up within the identities and the and the choices of, you know, the people that you interact with. It's such a big, uh, it's such a big part of our environment and will be increasingly. So uh, thank you for for talking with us about how to navigate that either within yourself or seeing that in, in other people. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Marilyn and, and Lisa. It's, it's, uh, it's an endless uh, discovery uh, journey uh, mm -hmm. and it's exciting um, yeah. and inspiring for every person. And what's the best place for people to start? So for people who are out there listening and thinking, oh, oh, I need to put this on my radar. What is the 
what what's something that you wish for all of them to be able to start doing today? Today, with the best thing that one would start to do is to actually take a piece of paper, which is an exercise I've actually done when I started looking at all this mosaic inside me. Put your name in the middle, circle it, and draw out all the different influences. It doesn't have to be nationality, but all these different influences, circles, places that had a big impact. And they could even be events. And when I have, when you have them on a piece of paper, some themes may show up, uh, some uh, common uh, uh, connections may show up. And that is a, it, it's a dynamic uh, paper. It's a dynamic kind of exercise where you start to even notice what, where are those biggest three, let's say. I don't want to limit people to three, but just because that sun that you're going to start drawing is going to show a lot. Maybe pick out your three shining stars where they really have flavored you, shaped you. And that's just the starting point. This is kind of helps you see even your gifts, your uniqueness, and that builds from there. Then there are next steps where you start to see where do you want to take that sun, that glow. I love that. I love that idea of, you know, start mapping out what your sun looks like and where do you want to take that amazing glow, that amazing light that makes you uniquely you? Where do you want to point that? Yeah, absolutely. Bring out the beauty of it. I love that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Irene, for for sharing these really, really wonderful perspectives and and this idea of, you know, the internal cultural diversity and and that mosaic that that it is, it can be seen through multiple lenses and and different kinds of light that shine through different pieces in different ways and, and how beautiful that can be. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. And thanks everyone out there for listening. Perhaps you've been listening directly online. You can, of course, always find us on your favorite app. Please do subscribe so that you're the first to learn about our newest episodes. And if you appreciated this episode with Irene, please share it. Put it out there in the world and and share it with the people who maybe you're seeing some of this turn up in. You're maybe seeing them struggle with some of these things, sitting in that place of paradox and seeing it as a crisis rather than the, the beautiful opportunity that it is. We'd also love to hear your feedback, guest suggestions, and topic requests. Let us know what's on your mind in the workplace. Until next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.